You're listening to Working Girl Talk. I'm your host, Abby Zufeld. As a marketing expert in the corporate world and a side hustler myself, you'll hear the real girl talk on all things workplace and work life with me and my inspiring guests who've been exactly where you are. Working Girl Talk is on a mission to make your workday better. Now, let's talk. Hi friends, welcome to episode 91 of Working Girl Talk. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we dive into the news, just a quick reminder, if you are not subscribed to the show, click that subscribe button so you are staying up to date with all the latest Working Girl Talk episodes and please feel free to leave a review. Those reviews just help the podcast get seen by more working women, help that podcasting algorithm. Yes, another algorithm we have to worry about. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is raining here where I'm at in Arizona and it is awesome. So I'm feeling all the good vibes today. We have some fun news stories and we have a fun episode today. We're keeping it casual. It's a solo episode. Let's dive right into some headlines. First headline from Social Media Today, in honor of International Women's Day, LinkedIn has made five of their popular LinkedIn learning courses free. So up until March 21st, each of these five courses is freely accessible to any LinkedIn members. So this is really cool. So I'm a big believer in taking education into your own hands and tapping into any resources you can get. So that's why I wanted to share this with you. These are absolutely free right now if you're on LinkedIn, which probably most of you are until March 21st. So I highly recommend checking these out. The five courses are one, leadership strategies for women, two, planning your family leave and return. Very good topic. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know how that works. So that is really good. Three, proven success strategies for women at work. Four, own it. The power of women at work. Five, becoming a male ally at work. So really cool that they are doing this. I love free learning. I love education. So if you have any free time, definitely check those out. I probably will check out them as well because it's free. Love free, love education. Thanks, LinkedIn. Next story, Salesforce cancels huge downtown office lease in San Francisco. So according to San Francisco Gate, and I know I said these were happy stories and I forgot about this one. This one isn't happy, but it's interesting. So that's why I wanted to share it. So Salesforce has canceled this huge downtown lease in San Francisco. The company actually announced in February that more than half of its workforce will continue working remotely or on a flex schedule after the pandemic is over. According to San Francisco Gate, quote, the lease termination is just the latest blow to San Francisco's downtown office footprint as more companies shrink or offload leases because of the persistence of remote work, end quote. So remote work is really having an impact on a lot of things. I mean, the pandemic has affected everything, but it's affected the future of work too. So it'll be interesting to see how office spaces and companies adapt because I've seen a lot of companies, I think it was Twitter announced it a while ago as well, that they're going to be remote indefinitely. So we'll see what happens, but thought that was interesting because Salesforce is a huge company. Next and last story, a fun story and not super breaking news, but I saw it and was like, the people need to know about this. So let's go. CNBC reported that Kind is launching frozen smoothie bowls to appeal to consumers who eat their breakfast at home. Again, 
work from home, the future of work kind of mindset here. But Kind is that company. They have the granola bars that are super hard. Like they're good, but they're hard. And But they are launching smoothie bowls and they look so good. The picture, they look delish. So I was like, I got to share this. CNBC also noted that COVID has lifted sales of breakfast staples like cereal and Kind's granola and that these smoothie bowls are just meant to be a healthier alternative to other frozen breakfast items. It's very interesting. Another company diving into and tapping into this whole work from home world. And I'm sure we'll see more companies do this. I'm excited. I might try one. And I really have noticed that I do eat breakfast more when I'm at home. Look at the link for this because the bowls look so good. <laughs> Maybe I'm just hungry. And that is it for our news segment today. Let's dive into today's episode. And as I'm sure you saw the title of this episode, we're going to dive in. We're going to get a little deep today. Does anyone remember the movie Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, Napoleon Dynamite. Specifically the character named Uncle Rico. So for those of you that don't know, Napoleon Dynamite was like this indie film that kind of took off and it was about this high school kid and he was going to run for I think it's like student council president with his friend Pedro and it's just like there's not really like a huge plot but it's just kind of like a high school movie but it's very odd and it's kind of funny it's very quirky and it, it yeah it like had like a cult following and it's like really funny but he has this uncle named Uncle Rico and he is obsessed with his past like he only can talk about high school and I used to throw a pigskin for a quarter mile. I think that's what he would say. But like he was really into football and he was like such a great football player. And that's all he can talk about. Every time you see him in the movie, he's talking about like how good he was at football in the past and how great he was. And he's just living in the past. How many times do we live and dwell on the past? And at least Uncle Rico was like speaking of it fondly. But I'm talking about those perceived blunders that we make that we just let eat at us. Things that weren't really a big deal, but we like maybe we messed up a word. We said something wrong. We answered a question wrong in a meeting or we embarrassed ourselves. How many times do we let that just eat at us and we dwell on it? If it's the Uncle Rico living in your high school days or replaying your embarrassing moment in your head over and over again, it needs to stop. We can't dwell on the past so much that it ruins the now. I found a quote that I love on Pinterest. It doesn't have a, a name to it. So for now, it's anonymous, but it says, the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. That hit me so hard because lately... I've been dwelling on things. I recently spoke for an organization and it was so fun and I practiced beforehand and it was so great. But once they opened it up to questions, I think I did fine. But afterward, I kept reliving it over and over. Oh, I could have answered that better. Oh no, why did I say that? If I just would have had more time, I could have thought that through. And I just kept letting it eat at me and eat at me. And I think it sometimes comes from imposter syndrome. Maybe it comes from I hadn't spoken for a while and that was kind of a warm-up thing. And maybe it was just that self-doubt creeping in. But dwelling on these perceived blunders, these perceived mistakes we make, it's preventing us from growing and it prevents us from going. Like, oh, I could have done better. I kept reliving that over and over again. And it makes you not want to do that ever again. Like how I mentioned, like in a meeting, if you speak up and you maybe you say the wrong thing or you answered a question wrong, 
oh, I never want to say that again. And you keep reliving it. We cannot live in the past. I love that quote because the past is a place for reference, not a place of residence. We can't do that. And I know I've struggled with that lately, but I also learned some things. So if you have these feelings of you keep reliving these embarrassing moments or these mistakes, which I think we all do, but sometimes it just eats at us and eats at us. And it's like, why did you put yourself through that? Why did you put yourself out there in the first place if you're not going to enjoy it? So I've learned a few things and thought I would share what I've learned. So if you have these feelings, ask yourself, can I change anything? Can I change anything about this? Because when I was reliving, oh, I could have answered that question better. I could have provided more value, kind of being hard on myself. Can I change anything? No. Do I have a time machine? No. If you have a time machine, let me know. But there's nothing I could do. I did my best. I answered to the best of my ability in that moment. And I can't do anything to change it. So is it really worth the anxiety of the past ruining the now? Think about that. Like, can you really change anything? That was something that really helped me. And and I'm not talking about mistakes where you were purposely like mean or you actually did something wrong. Like that is something you need to apologize for, take care of. I'm talking about those things that really aren't mistakes, but you feel like they are. Other people probably didn't notice, but like maybe you felt like you said the wrong thing or you didn't do your best and you keep reliving it. That's what I'm talking about here. Can I change anything? Typically, the answer is no. It's I did my best. And that's a good a question to ask too. Did I, can I change anything? Did I do my best? Answer is probably yes to that one. The next one would be the 555 rule. And there are different variations of this. I've heard the 101010 rule. But basically, that concept of in five minutes, does this matter? In five months, does this matter? In five years, does this matter? People kind of change it out. I've heard 10, like does in 10, 10 minutes, does this matter? In 10 years, does this matter? You can kind of switch it up. But I've always heard it as 555, so we'll go with that. But it really is such a great way to kind of reevaluate, get back into the moment. In five minutes, will this matter? And I'll, I might still be thinking about it, but it's over. In five months, will this matter? I might even have forgotten about it in five months, but it might still be lingering, but I, it's okay. In five years, will this matter? No, nobody will remember what you saw as shortcomings. They'll just remember the impact that you had on them as a person. So they won't remember the little like, oh, I, I messed up and said the wrong thing or little like the little blunders. They'll just remember, oh, that person like she was so great or they really gave a great presentation or this person always was so kind. The little things where that you perceive as your shortcomings will not be remembered in five, 10, however long of the year span is. And after you've kind of done that, I think that exercise really helps. But also looking at things like looking at the past in these situations as either a treasured moment or a learning lesson. Don't look at it as, oh, I keep reliving my shortcomings over and over. I can't believe I said that. No, it's either a treasured moment or a learning lesson. If you are feeling that anxiety of, oh, why did I say that? What's the learning lesson here? How could you prevent feeling like that in the future? Was Did you really do something wrong? What's the learning lesson here and how can I move forward? Then you might even realize that, oh, I didn't even sound as dumb as I thought I did. So I really like the concept of, is this like a treasured moment 
or a learning lesson, just two categories, put it in there and that helps you digest it a little easier and not keep reliving moments. And lastly, gratitude. Gratitude is so important and it brings us back to the present. After I gave that presentation, the presentation part, I felt I did so good. It was just when I answered questions that I felt like, eh, like I, I don't know if I answered them that great. But gratitude, turning it back to gratitude, like, wow, I'm so grateful this organization even asked me to speak. I'm so grateful that the internet worked because it was over Zoom. I'm grateful that people even came to this. So kind of turning it to gratitude and like, I'm so grateful I was able to accomplish that. And I'm grateful that I learned. Again, this is something like I'm being very vulnerable. I think this is something that it's mostly me being hard on myself, but I know that other people feel this way too. Like, oh, I didn't answer that as well as I wanted to, or I didn't articulate the point that I wanted to say. And that's how I felt. I think sometimes we hold ourselves to such a high standard that we want to be the best all the time that we just, we perceive what's just like normal as shortcomings. So I think just taking it as a learning lesson. And even if you come to the fact that I didn't even like have any shortcomings, like it was great that's a learning lesson too, to not be so hard on yourself. We are so hard on ourselves. So just turn it back to gratitude. Be grateful that you were able to go to the meeting. Be grateful you were at work today, whatever the situation may be. I also found this quote from Maya Angelou, who always has amazing quotes. She said, if you must look back, do so forgivingly. If you must look forward, do so prayerfully. However, the wisest thing you can do is be present in the present, gratefully. Such wise words. I love that because they just the words she uses, if you must look back, do so forgivingly. We do not need to be so hard on ourselves. Look back forgivingly. You are doing the best you can in the moment. This is not something you need to keep reliving. Learn from it absorb it be grateful for it and move on be in the present so I really loved that no matter what situation you're in whether you're (laughs) like dwelling in the past because you miss it so much like Uncle Rico whether you're dwelling in the past because you feel like people saw your shortcomings we can't live there we can't dwell look at it as a place of reference, not a place of residence. I hope that is helpful for you today. I know that's something that I struggle with all the time, reliving all the little moments where I think I could have done better. And that's not a place to live. That's not a place where we want to live. So we are going to live in the now. We're going to be grateful and appreciate the now. Also, I have not read it, but a book that I have heard that is really good on this topic is called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. So that could also be a good option for you if you want to dive more into this. I haven't read it, but I've heard great things. And that is it for our episode. Now for the Friday favorite, every Friday I share something I liked that week. And honestly, today's Friday favorite is the Maya Angelou quote. So good. Let's not be so hard on ourselves. Look back forgivingly at ourselves with grace. We're just doing the best we can. We don't need to be reliving all of our embarrassing moments over and over again. Embrace it. Learn from it. Be grateful for who you are now. Without the past, you would not be who you are now. All those little moments add up to you now and you just got to be grateful for it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, short and sweet. Thank you so, so much. Please subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Share the link with a friend who needs it and make sure to leave a review if you feel so inclined. I love reading what you have to say. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful work day. Oh,